anything been uh, been interesting to you? Yeah, no, I haven't been watching very much at all. I've been watching a lot of the Criterion releases, and That's I have Mate One in the in the docket for hopefully today. Um, last night, my wife's out of town, so last night I watched The Man Who Knew Too Little okay. <laughs> with my kids. <laughs> I know you're waiting for me to say I introduced him to Hitchcock or something like that, but that didn't happen last night. We watched the Bill Murray, Man Who Knew Too Little. I'm trying to remember that one. I, was that in the 80s okay. or something? Uh, no, it was in the, the late 90s, but it's, you know, it's, it's fun with the kids. Mm-hmm. It, it, is, it does have its moments, but it's not the best filmmaking or anything like that, and it's pretty hokey, but we had a good time. Okay, well, you know, I think Bill Murray is always fun, even on bad movies. That, yeah, that's yes. what we we were talking a couple of weeks about how um, how bad comedy is really bad. Yeah, but I think sometimes people like Bill Murray can elevate even bad comedy. Um, so yeah, there's not a lot yeah. of Bill Murray movies I don't want to watch. So there, there you go. I know from what I hear, he's a curmudgeon and unpleasant, but but he's funny. And Isn't I, he working at PF Change now? I mean, that doesn't sound like a curmudgeon to me. Oh, like actually working or doing commercials for him or what <laughs> i think i i didn't read the whole article but uh, he applied for a job at pf chang's and they said you're hired i don't know if he actually hmm. showed up or what okay well it's, um, um, that that's a yeah he's got a job two days ago okay well there, <laughs> this is the stuff <laughs> that um, we're too busy watching movies and talking about movies we just miss the miss out so all right we're starting episode 100 with Bill Murray got a job at P.F. Chang's. The more you know. <laughs> Sorry about that's that. Great. No, that's actually terrific. Uh, that's that's a good segue. I think that's a good show starter. Um, I, I'm, I can't really take P.F. Chang's in any direction um, uh, to uh, for episode 100, but so I'll just use this opportunity to introduce you guys. So um, I think most people listening to the show know you both probably. Uh, Mark more so because we've done a lot of podcasting to get today. So everybody, Mark Herney, give him a round of hello. applause. Yeah, hello, Mark. Yay! Hello, Mark. <laughs> Great and, to be here. Great to be here. It's been um, uh, we were just talking over four years. Uh, yeah, since we started this podcasting thing, which is amazing to think, and uh, great to talk to the two of you when we. Uh, I think it was in episode two we did the Geek Fest. So this just brings things around. I love it. Was it episode two? Really? I think it was. I, I, I could be wrong. It was two or three. It I was could very look, early. I could look this up, but um, I, of course the, the the joke is the the real treasure is the friends we made along the way. But it's actually very <laughs> appropriate here. So Trevor is one of the friends we made along the way. Although Trevor was a friend before we started the sh- these shows, and because uh, we were we were fans of his shows, we were fanboys. Um, right. Trevor fanboys <laughs> stands. So Trevor Barrett. Uh, so. What's your byline? The Mooks and the Gripes, um, mm-hmm. Criterion Cast, our shows. Uh, let's see, uh, you've been on Reflections. Oh, and of course the Eclipse, Eclipse Viewer. Viewer. That's yep. the big one. I buried the lead. That's, that's like the the complete podcast, right? I mean, except it's not the complete, but it's you know, <laughs> it's a complete. complete. Viewer, so. It's a version. I've been on the complete podcast. As oh, a guest. Okay. Well, actually, <laughs> hold that thought. I'm gonna gonna mention that too. But hello, Trevor. Thanks for joining. Hey, thanks, uh, guys. You 100. know, I, I was blown away when I looked to see when we recorded the Geek Fest. It feels that like was yesterday. In August of 2015. It really it's doesn't crazy. feel like that long ago. Yeah, I'm actually trying to um, Google it. It it was a few days after the uh, after Criterion announced 
um, the Apu trilogy. Oh, oh wow, wow, that's yeah. Uh, episode episode three actually. So you were off by one, Mark, but uh, you know, one out of three. Close. You were you were thirty percent <laughs> off. Um, <laughs> kind of like a Black Friday sale. Um, <laughs> not a Criterion sale because those are usually fifty. Well, yeah, it's been quite that's a right. journey. So, um, so we'll we'll get to the 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 special uh mo- <laughs> well the, the the content of the show here in a second um and I'll, I'll just preview we're going to talk a little bit about our history of you know what we've been doing and celebrate it a little bit and then we're going to talk about wish lists uh we're going to um get into uh well we did some polls uh, in, in the criterion now group and really just found out what the uh, what the group really wants to see coming out of criterion and we didn't place any rules uh, it was just anything people wanted and uh and allowed people to vote many, many times. So um, some interesting results, and I, I compiled them. I, I asked you guys to not prep, and I'm just going to... We're going to have some discussions about those. So it'll kind of be like the Geek Fest, but, um, yeah, without without being grounded in reality. <laughs> right. Yeah, this one, this one doesn't have the potential for some of these things to come out, probably. <laughs> yeah, so, but although I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that some, in fact, I'm not going to say what, but I know that some on this list are coming, so, um, uh, anyway, so on that note, I'll just, there's one Patreon uh, shout-out, so, um, and yeah, good good going to get in on episode 100, probably going to be our most listened to in a while. So, Eric Pelkey, uh, thank you for contributing to the, the Patreon. Uh, do you guys know Eric? Have you seen him around? No, I don't recognize no. his name. Okay, uh, Eric Pelkey. Sounds like a good guy, though. So. Yeah, he's obviously he's definitely right. a good guy. Yeah, I mean, just <laughs> clicking the button means he's a good guy. Uh, yeah, I, in fact, that's one thing I, we haven't had a lot of asshole Patreons. Like, it's amazing. I know. Yes. Thank you, people, for not being assholes. That's that's awesome. That is that's Yeah, I, I think we can. Can we take credit for that? Just, oh, absolutely. Okay. Yes, you guys should. You, your group is a pleasant place to be too. I know things sometimes happen but you guys handle them so well <laughs> well as a matter of really? fact today i had to crack down a little bit on in the group um just because i you know i, I don't mind lots of posts and people i, I really like people being active in the group but the, lately there have been the um the charter cards uh, a, whole, a whole bunch oh, of people yeah. posting about those <laughs> and i and i were in the barnes noble sale uh, territory which is i, I love hall post um so uh, and then and then there's also people want to post their Godzilla where they're going to shelve it. So all great topics, but I don't want to that those in like a hundred posts. It just kind of clutters the group up. So I I made a rule that uh, you can only one post per topic. So and it and it just make it a thread. So is that is that a good rule? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah I mean it, it was totally it was a lot because... of. I, I I think if you're if you're gonna post the uh, the charter member um, card, you know, it's got to be someplace strange, you know, or, or or interesting, not just the card itself. So right, right. Where where are you putting the card? Where are you displaying it or something? I, you know, I don't know. Plus, we all have cards, so you know, <laughs> right? We have two thousand something people in the group. Uh, probably, I'm guessing fifty percent have cards, so we don't need a thousand posts. Um, so that's right. what I'm, that's what I'm preventing. <laughs> So, so thank you, Eric, for supporting us. Um, it it goes a long way, and and just everybody that supported us on Patreon. Uh, I mean, really, we could. And Trevor, you you surprised me by uh, joining as a benefactor, and I hope hope you don't mind that being public knowledge. But um, no, I don't mind. But that's that's actually really really helped with the the backbone expenses, which are a little stressful. Believe it or not, we got to pay our bills, and they're not. It's not cheap. Uh, that's one thing I learned. Um, so. 
So thank you for that, and thank you to everybody. We're actually at a good spot now, um, so knock on wood. We're yeah. there was a we lost a couple uh, about a month or two ago, and so it was a little bit scary, uh, but no, we're fine now. So and then uh, you mentioned the complete. Uh, one thing we're going to do on the twenty fifth frame is we're going to start doing what we call spotlight shows, and we're just going to do our best with this. We're going to um, just highlight a show each month uh, that I think the the goal is for all the network shows to talk about the show and just kind of share uh, our feelings about it. So um, so for November, the Spotlight Show is the Complete podcast with, with Matt and Trav. Yay, the Complete. Yay. And um, last month it was Criterion Channel Surfing, which uh, because it just launched. And uh, so I, I love the Complete. I, it, right now they're working on uh, um, Kieslowski, but they've already done, done Kubrick and Elaine May. Uh, so obviously one of those se- seasons was longer than the other. Um, and yeah, doing a fantastic job, and they're just about to wrap up the Decalogue, and I, I'm not going to tease their um, the way they're going to finish off the Decalogue, but it's going to be a really, really solid episode. So, uh, so Trevor, you, which episode were you on of The Complete? I I was on Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's been a few. So yeah, yeah. It's it that time just is flying. I think that was even a couple of years ago at this point. I don't know. <laughs> it might have yeah. been. Last summer, I guess I don't know. Yeah, it might have been. I don't I, pay attention anymore to the calendar. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, um, um, I, I was on The Shining, so that same season haven't been on since. I was actually going to be on um, on the the Kieslowski one, but just scheduling my schedule's tougher, so I was just like, hey, go find somebody else just for their benefit more than mine. Because um, also, who knows when I can prep with all these other shows. So yeah, uh, Mark, uh, do you listen to The Complete? I do. I actually I was on an early episode of The Complete for Kieslowski and uh, was trying to keep up, uh, but that just didn't happen, unfortunately. So, um, But yeah, it's it's they really do a great job. Uh, they dig in. They don't mind going a little bit longer, which is great. Uh, into you know each of the films, so I just really love what they they are doing. So, and the the thing about it too is I think you can, um, if you can't keep up, it's kind of a thing to keep in your back pocket. Like, hey, I've been thinking about getting you know watching everything by this director. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a reason to kind of go back and do that, and then you know listen to have someone talk in your ear after you watch each movie. So it's great. And you're right, they go really deep, and, and I think it's good that they go long, too, because as you mentioned, it, that you keep it in your pocket, it, it's really right. like, a, it can be like a, a comprehensive audiobook about a director, if you really think exactly. about it, just digging in, and uh, and they really do their homework, and and the great thing about their show is their show, you know, it it's it's going to be relevant 20 years from now, you know, exactly. assuming yep. podcasts are a thing, 20, I, I have no idea where this technology is going. But um, but whereas this well, this particular episode is actually going to be um, it'll take a little longer to be dated. But the last you know the ones from earlier this year are already outdated. So uh, so yeah, they have they have that on of the now. It's not a com- a, com- a completion a co- competition, but uh, but yeah, theirs is stays fresher longer. Um, how about that? So. Yeah. The complete. Check it out. It's on the master feed, or just go subscribe. Just search for it in iTunes. I will. I think the complete's a <laughs> pretty vague name, so I'm sure you can find it, or go to the 25th frame and subscribe. So, all right, should we get into the 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 nitty gritty for episode 100? Yeah, I can't wait. It's uh, mm-hmm. a lot of energy around this. 
at eight something in the morning. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> or six, six something in the morning. Six, six something. Yeah. I guess I'm really referring more to you know how just how many people voted and how many people added uh, things to the poll. So I'm kind of glad that I I didn't participate and I kind of had that in the back of my mind like hey maybe you know I know we're going to be talking about it maybe I should stay fresh mm. and just you know react to what everyone posted so that kind of worked out so. Yeah, That's and cool. Trevor, did I, I know Trevor? You're on Facebook less and less. Um, did you happen to see the polls in the group? I saw them the first day you posted them. I even think I voted in one of them, but I can't remember what the options were or what I voted for. Oh. And then you told me to stay away just for for fun. <laughs> well, I so didn't. I, I, I haven't did. gone back to look. I wasn't like building a, a putting like police tape on it or anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know that. I, I was just, it was I just, just a su- suggestion. There, but, uh, stay fresh. But I thought it was a good suggestion. So so I I did see their presence. I even saw some substance at one time, but I've either stayed fresh or stayed ignorant. I don't know which, but <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get to those, uh, um, and, uh, well, I'll just say that what, what I did is I just posted uh, polls. It was actually before starting re- to record, and people love polls. They cannot get enough. Um, oh, they do. Yeah. And people were actually complaining that they could because so I didn't realize this, but Facebook filled. You know, I guess it caps it at about around a hundred. So uh, I had to make a second poll and a third poll and a fourth poll uh, and a fifth poll actually. And then the <laughs> fifth poll was when it started to peter out. But um, and then you know when we were recording, so you know the third poll or whatever it was filled up while recording, and I came back to people like I couldn't put mine in and and then people wanted to put like 50 in so so yeah that's that's the that's social media moderation um but before we get into the actual polls or or the the compilation so I'd say we have probably between about 50 to 100 to talk about um so I want to and and they're kind of prioritized by what was popular so uh so that the show will get less interesting as we go along which is actually not a bad thing if you want to tune out uh you know midway through uh to your worst, but um, but yeah, figure we just talk about the history of the show a little bit, and I'm kind of my memory as as Trevor said, time flies. So um, I'll just say that so Trevor, you were a part of Criterion Cast. Um, we were big fans. Um, of course, Ryan, David, uh, even even going back further, you know, Rudy, Moise, uh, you know, there's a huge legacy at Criterion Cast, and I've been a, a fan of it since. Um, I think it was like 2009. I'm, I'm not sure. It's been a while when I, mm-hmm. I when it first showed up on my podcast player. I wasn't as into podcasts. I, I remember more the website. But um, but Trevor, how how long were you? Have you been on Criterion Cast? Do you know? <sighs> yeah, I didn't mean to be this ignorant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I, I reached out to David to talk about the Eclipse Viewer back in November of 2012. That I do remember. And so I started um, working with him on that right around that time. So that was seven years ago. And as far as episodes of Criterion Cast proper, I don't remember exactly when I started doing those, but probably 2014, 2015, hmm. somewhere around then. Well, we, of course, we've all been friends of Criterion Cast for a long, long time. And, um, and I think, and we were on, I remember, um, I forget which which episode I was on, but I remember when I was on Criterion Cast, that was a big deal. I was like, "Whoa, I'm I'm on Criterion Cast." Um, <laughs> I felt special. I was like, I wanted to go to, go walk around and say, "Hey, 
You, you should be proud to know special. me. <laughs> I was on Criterion Cast. What have you done lately? Yeah. I forget which episode it was, but and and Mark, do you remember when when you were first on there? I do, I I keep thinking that it was one of the uh like the one of the end of year like a Blu-ray Blu-ray wish list episode uh potentially or, you know, yeah, one of one of those. I can't remember for sure, but I I felt the same way. Like, hey, you know, I wanted to post it on social media and say, hey, even even though you you may not you know be into crazy art house films, uh, I was on Criterion Cast. So, <laughs> you know, it might it it might have been. Well, I remember uh, uh, that David and I had a really interesting dialogue over email about uh, Oshima. Uh, about uh, violence at noon, and so that was my first time in print on Criterion Cast. Um, I think the podcast, my first podcast, could have been the Oshima Eclipse. Does that sound mm. right, Trevor? Yeah, I know that was your Maybe. first time with us on the Eclipse Viewer, and you yeah. joined in a few of the year-end episodes too. But I'm not right. sure which came first. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't either. I, I didn't do my research for this, but uh, <laughs> so. Well, but we've established a lot of reminiscence of just general. How we got here, I guess. How right? we got here, yeah. So we yeah. so we were all on Criterion Cast, and uh, and Mark and I sh- started a show, Criterion Close Up, and we were very careful to make sure there was a, a space for the show. There are other Criterion shows out there, but we love Criterion Cast so much that we basically we didn't want to step on their toes. So at that point, they had the um, the monthly show, really just the new releases, uh, the new the talking about the announcements and. Um, and then uh, at that point, Ryan and Brian had the um, off the shelf. Off so, the shelf. So they yeah. talked. So we kind of just tried to talk about everything else. And I remember we we would get to like um, you know say February announcements, and we would say, "Oh, go listen to Criterion Cast for that." And, right. Uh, and I, I think we were pretty respectful. I don't I don't remember um, how that worked. Do you remember, Mark? Yeah, I mean, it seemed to work out well. I mean, we we tried to you know, like you said, just be really a, a supplemental type of show, or you know, just really. Um, focus on a on a release so and I, I think we even talked about like shared this is the movie we're going to talk about and just make sure that Criterion cast wasn't going to be we know, did viewing the same one at the same time we did you know? we did yeah. um, and, uh, and actually let's rewind a little bit um, uh, Mark I think I reached out to you about Criterion now and uh, yeah and you were just some dude I, 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 I well you were on uh, first time watchers doing the yeah, little Criterion that's where you heard me yeah, and I th- you've been you were also in our social media too, and I was just thinking, man, this Mark Herney guy is pretty cool. Of course, at that point, I thought it was Mark Hearn, right? <laughs> Everybody does. <laughs> well, no, I, little, I, little did you know, I wasn't so cool. But, yeah. <laughs> well, kind of like our Patreon guy Eric Pelkey, um, he has a Y at the end of his name, so um, I wouldn't call him Eric Pelk, but um, but I yeah, I'm sure you get that a lot, Mark Hearn. Oh, I do, I do. Yeah, I actually call myself Hearn very often, just so people don't question the just, spelling, so. just to make it uncomfortable. But yeah, right. I, I, I was like, hey, dude, you're cool. Uh, I'm well, I'm not so cool, but you know, I'll do my best. <laughs> I let's, like movies. Let's so. let's do a podcast. And you were amenable, and uh, and I remember we did a test of the rose, um, <laughs> and we released it later. I think that was the last close up. So we started. Yeah. I started out with Criterion Close Up, and um, that was in 2015, August. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. remember? Do you guys remember involving me in some of that early stuff? We we got on the we got on Skype and had some really fun conversations just That's about right. yeah. the and and 
recording techniques and then mm-hmm. you you know you guys did me a, a good favor and let me listen <laughs> to your episodes a few times it before you released them so yeah that was fun. Right. I, I you were our qa you, you yeah. were our mentor actually and I, i'm serious because we had no idea what we were doing well i had no idea what i was doing and um and and trevor i, I actually I, I had forgotten that boy i've taken stuff for granted <laughs> i'm not i'm not coming off too well this episode but but yeah before so we were we were kind of talking and fleshing out what the show would be and we were friendly with trevor i i think maybe social media or maybe we'd been on your show but you volunteered to um talk us through the um how to do it and so we did like little discussions and uh you showed i think it was garage band at the time you showed me as how to edit and uh yeah you could you you made me, Trevor. <laughs> and here I am today. And, and Mark. Saying, Guys, nothing's working over here. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the irony. Just come back around. But, yeah. So, uh, well, Trevor, I'm here for you. Anytime you need me. I'll, I've, <laughs> I've learned a thing or two in, in the last uh, last few years. <laughs> I bet. And so then our first real episode, I, I didn't pull this up. Um, one, oh, no, it was um, broadcast, broadcast news. news yeah. yeah. So, um, and I, I don't remember our second episode, but the third one was the Geek Fest. And uh, and I we were reminiscing offline earlier, and, and I think it was Matt said that was his first episode he heard of ours, and I think that was the first episode a lot of people heard of ours. I'm just the Geek Fest is you know Geek Festing is what we like to do, and uh, so that was a pretty epic episode. I forget the length, actually I have it here, but it was um, probably a couple hours. Uh, I bet it was close, yeah. And that one was really built on some knowledge too. I mean, you you had some insight into what could potentially be coming, um, you know, over, well, some of it, I guess, over a certain period of time, but really any time. So, you know, that was, that was interesting to do. And, I, and this one is just more, you know, talking about what we really want to see, uh, you know, Criterion do for whatever reason, whether they could ever get it or not, which is, you know, pie in the sky, which makes it fun. Yeah, so I'll give a credit to uh, I, Scotty, over at the Blu-ray Forum. Uh, he had made a... Um, a really comprehensive list of all the rumored titles, and it was in Word. Uh, here, I'm actually trying to play that. Oh, it's two hours and six minutes, so it was a big show. Uh, and I think it might the the pre-edited version might have been longer. Um, but he gave me a list of everything he had thought about, and I think I added to it, and maybe I cut a few titles. And so we just went through that list, and um, and I I didn't have the time, but I would love to listen back and see what happened. Uh, I, I don't know, Trevor. Do you think we had a pretty good track record? Yeah, I actually did listen to it um, when you told me that we would be doing this. Oh, cool. And uh, it was surprising. You know, a, a lot of that stuff has come to fruition. Some of it, not yet. You know, something like Napoleon, uh, which you even... In fact, okay, here, here's what's kind of funny. You used um, music cues from certain movies that you thought were, these are for sure coming. One was Napoleon, <laughs> um, and the other one was the Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Almost everything else came. But... Well, spoiler alert, I think both of those will come up today. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so in fact, that, I'm glad you listened to that, Trevor, because I think when we get into the wish list, uh, that'll, um, that'll, that'll be interesting. Um, the ones we, the ones we, we didn't get um, and still haven't gotten, but everybody still wants probably. Um, and then after that, so, well, Criterion Cast... I want to say they acquired us, or we merged. Um, I can't remember how that came about. I think I pitched it to Ryan, or maybe he pitched it to, maybe David pitched it. I, I, I honestly, I don't remember, but it was, I, it just made sense. I think um, 
I think when, when Brian and Ryan stopped recording, so we joined their network. So that was probably what, maybe 2017, I'm guessing. Is that I was going to say, yeah, January 2017 sounds right. And so we were then. Oh, we were we were the, we were the kings, Mark. Um, <laughs> yeah, we were the bomb. Uh, and so we were on the network with you, and that's when we did. You know, we were doing the monthly shows when we could. Uh, one thing is Ryan's recording time is uh, is late because he's on the um, on the the West Coast, and he had a job that prevent and, and a kid that prevented him from recording earlier. So I remember a lot of like for for me midnight recordings. Mark, right, and then going in yeah. really tired the next day. <laughs> yeah, but it was worth it. It, it was so sure. much fun, and there were great episodes. Um, and um, and of course, you were part of that, Trevor. Uh, you know, we did a lot of those with you, and uh, yeah, did, yeah. We, we didn't do a lot of the main cast. I think that's where there was overlap, right? Did a couple. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we think we, we, some we that you guys didn't joined do us those. On. Yeah. I can't remember, like, you know, just doing certain uh, episodes, but we, we did join. And Chronicles was one, uh, the, the short-lived Chronicles. I think had a, that was, like, what, six months of yeah. going oh, yeah. over all yeah. the releases uh, for the month, which was kind of an epic show um, to do. I think that one ended up being longer, too. And, and probably, you know, with all the, the prep and trying to catch up, keep up with all the releases is why it, it fizzled. But that was, yeah, that was pretty epic. So yeah, those that, might even be a lot of the ones you guys are thinking of as far as the late recordings. You know, actually, yeah, I, 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 like like you said, uh, time flies, and I and we kind of the genesis of this show is is sort of uh, it's it's strange, but but honestly, I think Chronicles led to Criterion now uh, because it was a great idea for a show. So Criterion Chronicles was we would all pitch in um, and record tidbits about. Um, the month's releases, and at the end of the month, we would talk about that that month of Criterion. It was brilliant, but yeah. I think, uh, especially for Ryan, it was probably a little much, a little difficult. Ryan, I remember that's when Ryan started. Uh, he used to do call recorder editing, and then he started editing uh, tracks, track by track. Was around that time, and let me tell you, and Trevor, you know this, it's a lot, mm-hmm. a lot more time consuming. So. I, I don't know if he got burnt out, but the show, it was not not sustainable. Um, and at that point, Mark, I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but you weren't as available for close-up. or It was just tougher finding the time. Those are big episodes. Is that right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we started out doing weekly, and it... Uh, yeah. We start really big, trying to like cover. You know, we we're trying to do. Oh, let's do all of Lake Truffaut in one week. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, yeah, but then you know we got into just doing one release. Uh, you know, reviewing the supplements, but still, you know, we're reviewing a release and the supplements and recording. Uh, just time wise, was hard to to keep up with. So yeah. it was fun while it lasted. Sorry to your family for me <laughs> taking <laughs> you on that adventure. <laughs> and and well, I did a lot of the legwork, and I, this is a, a pretty big uh, part of this. Is I was hurt during that time, and I was essentially disabled for uh, for a year uh, total. I don't know how much of that crossed over with um, with the close up. Um, but yeah, so I so I ha- <laughs> I was going crazy. That was what I did to keep myself sane. Uh, it was just watch movies and prep and produce these shows. And uh, Mark, you probably couldn't watch nearly the amount that I could. But um, but thank you. Right. <laughs> that helped me yeah. get, me, get me through yeah. a, a tough time. 
It was and, a good, uh, you know, just good impetus for him. He's glad you got the itch, uh, even though you were hurt. So it kind of kind of worked out, although, you know, I know that sitting and podcasting was difficult <laughs> at that time. So, yeah, you, know, but you powered through. There were some times I was like, yeah, I hurt. And there were some times I was uh, on opioids and I, I you know, there's not going to get into the opioid crisis. But, um, you know, I, I needed something. I was I was really, really hurt. And uh, but then I, I got better. They uh, had some surgery and uh, yeah, got better. And uh, you're and, a new man. I am a new man, and when I got better, I found out, wow, how much time do I have in my life? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that went into close-up as well. And um, and so I conceive now as I realize that close-up is a tough show to do, kind of like Chronicles, and it still is. Right, right. And it, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of prep time uh, that it takes, you know. So A lot of prep time. We started doing it less and less, and... Eventually, I think we, you weren't always as available, and I didn't want to ever do it without you. Um, so I, after Cro- Criterion um, Chronicles fizzled, I pitched to Ryan Criterion Now, and it was originally conceived as just a Criterion variety show. So I, I figured it would borrow some from Chronicles, some some of the news stuff, which wasn't being covered there on Criterion Cast, and just it, kind of what we conceived for a close-up for the beginning. Um because we eventually got got away from doing the news and we were just doing films and stuff. That's right. Yep. Yep. Er, early on, it was the two segments. It was the Criterion news and then digging into one release. Right. And then yeah, it got into more. You know, just did the uh, just did the release, uh, but missed the news. So this was perfect. Yeah. So so yeah, and uh, Criterion now. So it wasn't intended to cover like the releases and uh, some of the news because we had the newsstand. And and I hope hope Ryan doesn't mind me sharing this. I, obviously, everybody knew about it, but um, but right before, so I was going to release it January, uh, let's see, twenty eighteen. I think is when I when we released it. Does that sound right? I I kept thinking it was seventeen, but maybe it was eighteen. I'm just... So we're a hundred shows, yeah. and we started. <laughs> I think it was seventeen. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So then, just around November, December, sixteen. <laughs> Uh, wow, time does fly. Uh, Ryan said, hey, I have to take a break from podcasting. Um, and so that ended the newsstand. That ended a lot of shows. And I think it was actually David that said, hey, well, this Criterion Now thing you got is the perfect replacement so, for that content. So, and, and I'm not saying that we filled that hole that Ryan left because mm-hmm. I don't think we could. I think Ryan is a master and I, I miss his voice still. You know, I'm glad to hear when he uh, podcasts again. But I took that mantle, didn't really want to at the time. I, in fact, I was just, I think I was even a little grumpy. I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was supposed to be an easy show. <laughs> but it, it's worked. And, uh, and Trevor, you've yeah. been a participant and, and a listener. Um, and, and it was around that time we were doing the French series. So I think that's probably, is that right, Trevor? I think so. Yeah, we did the Duvivier set for the Eclipse and some other films to cover that poetic realism from the 1930s. Yeah, with both right. of you, some crossover shows. Yeah, yeah. and we I, think, be- I think that was yeah. At the same time, we were talking about you know doing that that series show right when Criterion uh, you know for close up right when Criterion Now was releasing. Oh, and I, right. in fact, I think I, I of course I don't have this. I didn't make a timeline, so maybe I should have. But I think we. A criterion now existed once when we were doing that because we had 
because uh, I remember it was a lot of work. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> it was great, though. It was a blast. And, and I remember I had to bow out of the last episode of the Clips Viewer because I, I just think I had too many podcasts. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we did, um, we started with, for the WVA, we started on Close Up, then we covered his Eclipse series, right, uh, Trevor? And I think that was just me, right? And you, and you yeah, did, I think so. Yeah. Or, did Mark? Were you there? I joined. I, I joined one Eclipse series for uh, the Raymond Bernard set. Uh, okay. Talked about. Yeah, I, talked I about think that. that. The Duvivier was just the three of us, just David, me, and you, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then we we did a close up, and then I think you finished off with the second half of the Duvivier. Um, and I think part of it, I think I, I didn't like one of those movies, and I didn't want to uh-huh. be negative. Um, I, I forget which <laughs> one it was. Just didn't want to bring us down. <laughs> well, I think I, it was that, and I was tired. So, um, hmm. uh, so and then, um, so and Trevor, you've been a listener, I think, since day one, and uh, occasional participant. So, oh yeah, yeah. Um, and you've still been on Criterion Cast. So, uh, well, I guess how are we done? One hundred percent, guys. Um, this it's a it's always the, you've built a community around the podcast, which has been really fun to be a part of. I know I don't participate as much as I maybe would have years ago um, on Facebook and stuff, and a lot of that just has to do with Facebook and <laughs> politics, and you know, yeah. just trying to get away from, from some of that. Yeah, but. Uh, definitely an oasis in all of that is the Criterion Now uh, and 25th Frame shows and community, just a group of people who are excited about these things, but really share them with such generosity and and wit a lot of times. And there's just a feeling of acceptance and um, encouragement uh, all around it, it's a wonderful place to be and wonderful shows to listen to because that carries into the shows as well oh, well that's very very nice trevor uh thank you yeah well you know we it is funny that we did kind of build a community around it and uh that did kind of work um and and i guess i should mention you mentioned the 25th frame we did uh i think by this the format of the show incorporating other voices and other people that were that we knew other people were in social media and, and some, some were close up guests, but I think now gave the format had a format to where we could be more inclusive and get more people on. And, um, and uh, we, I've had, we've had a ton of people on now. Um, yeah. So I think yeah, you get a lot of people that would reach out to, to join, you know, I think, especially as the show started, I mean, people love to talk about the news and just the format of, Hey, you can do a short take. It doesn't, it's not anything in depth. Just give us your, brief thoughts on a criterion release that you've 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 uh seen and piece of flair it was just a good you know it, it really did kind of fulfill what you set out to do aaron with the variety show you know and and it's easy to to guest on a show like that so it was yeah. great the one thing we did drop which and i, I kind of re- regret i want to bring it back is we dropped the dumb game remember oh <laughs> with the dumb music <laughs> yeah, music. yeah uh, we'll have to, music. <laughs> have to bring that back that was a lot of fun i think my favorite one was the samurai one because i found a great sound effect. oh yeah <laughs> uh, and i just I, I went to town editing that that was that was a lot of fun um yeah. well okay well, so this is a bit of a dumb game too isn't it i mean you know to an extent just wish listing so I it's guess back to that a little bit. You know, there might be some music as we're playing right now. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. maybe, or, or maybe maybe when we get to the wish list. Uh, so so then the twenty fifth frame. Um, so, and again, I don't think Ryan would mind me sharing this because this was 
not a contentious. Uh, so we left Criterion Cast, um, and you you know a lot of times when people spin off, you might think oh there's some bad blood, and but it was all 100% love, uh, very transparent. We were talking about it the whole time. Um, so so and again, I don't think Ryan would mind me sharing this. We were pitching this for Criterion Cast, really some variety of uh, 25th frame, and um, and and I understand David. Uh, sorry, not David. Uh, uh, Ryan, that would that would have been more on his shoulders. So even though I I became the webmaster and sort of handling the backbone of Twenty Fifth Frame, because of his because it was his website and he he um, did so much behind the scenes, it would have been a lot for him. So he didn't say, "You're kicked out. <laughs> Go do it yourself." But you know, we 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 asked, and uh, and it was like, "Well, do you think we should?" to start this thing aside from you. So we ended up, that's what we ended up doing. And uh, we were careful to make sure that the message was not, screw those guys, we're taking our ball and going elsewhere. It was more just, hey, we're going to start something new. And um, and I th- we're still friends. And I think Ryan, um, well, there's some things I, I won't share, but I think Ryan will make an appearance on the network at some point. Um, maybe as a guest, maybe maybe in some other capacity. But uh, and David's very much involved. Every, really, everybody. I, I think we're all friends. Would you agree, Trevor? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think there's. I've, I've never since. I mean, I know people probably are curious and think, "Oh, something happened," but you know, nothing did. It's like you said, there's a lot of uh, that, that that spirit of encouragement and and, uh, and and friendship carries through. You know, no drama. Yeah, no drama whatsoever. Right. And in fact. Uh, since then, Ryan, I, I think maybe maybe we've encouraged Ryan to get, you know, some. Of, I'm not saying not take responsibility, but Ryan then started a Patreon because we we'd started one uh, maybe midway through, and he started doing the newsletters. Um, yeah, the email newsletters, and he, and we're we're in those, and he posts all our shows. So yeah, um, Ryan, and he's he's a part of our communities. So yeah, Ryan's a good guy, and um, and I encourage you support criterion cast i mean really by supporting ryan you're supporting us uh, so thank you for that um that's and now we're here is it to be covered all mark yeah i think so you know the the, the what a long strange trip it's been uh <laughs> yeah so um to be covered all trevor well i can't think of anything that you missed um i i'm i'm actually i'm always curious what people who are, who are listeners um, are curious about as far as behind the scenes stuff, because I'm always curious about that with other shows. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, as you said, this isn't, a, there's not a lot of drama. And so there might be less than people assume. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of curious if there are questions that listeners have for, you know, what about this or that or the other? Um, yeah, the answer is probably a lot more mundane than, than they might think, but I wonder what they would want to know if they were able to ask these questions right now. Yeah, uh, that's actually that's a, a great um, uh, invitation. I, I think let, let's ask listeners. Uh, they might dis- be disappointed with the answers because um, uh, yeah, there's no there's not a lot of drama. Um, I could probably yeah, really hardly any drama. But um, but yeah, if any people want to know now, I think with the 25th frame, we've been pretty transparent about 
that uh, for our Patreons. I think they, they get to see a ton of behind-the-scenes stuff, maybe more than they want. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> more but, tea breaks, please. <laughs> right. Which I'm, I'm actually hanging tight with that. Um, yay. <laughs> but that, all right, well, and here we are, episode 100. So we, we did endeavor to do once a week, and I think we kept that up for a while. Uh, once 25th Frame started, that was not sustainable. So it's basically twice a month, and sometimes we do bonus episodes. Like, Mark, you and I did one last night. Right. Which will hit the features feed. So should we get into wish lists? Yeah, I love it. It's exciting. Hey, man, that's why I'm here. That's why you're... <laughs> <laughs> we're wasting your time. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, we're to the big wish list section, section or segment, whatever. Call what you want. Um, so, okay, there, here's how I'm thinking about doing this. So I have a list of movies that are ranked based on what people voted on. Um, the one thing interesting was there were there was there were four just general movies, single movie uh, polls, and there was one for box sets. And frankly, I thought the box set poll was really fascinating. Uh, there was some. There's a lot of creativity there. So, uh. so what I did is I, I I compiled two lists. One was just the single title um, list, and the, the other one was the box sets. Of course, the box set is a lot smaller because it was one poll versus four polls. Um, so what I was thinking about doing is I would just alternate for a little bit. So I'll start with the top film, the film with the top votes, and then I'll get to the box set with the top votes, and then back to the um, the single film. Does that sound like a good plan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sounds mm-hmm. good. Okay. All right. Well, the first one is, this really should not be a surprise, uh, but the, the most wished for title was The Devils by... Um, by uh <laughs> um oh i'm sorry lisey ken russell ken russell ken russell i cannot <laughs> of the names that escape my my brain ken russell's should not have been the one i'm sorry it Lisey. happens we, hey we talked about getting older so you oh, know yeah. friends with his his widow and she's amazing um but the devils by ken russell uh a masterpiece i think i i i and it's a neglected masterpiece i think part of the uh, the fact that it's been I don't want to say censored, but really blocked from release uh, in in the U.S. is um, is why people why it's kind of gained in, in uh, notoriety. Would you say is that fair? Yeah, it's got a feed. Oh, yeah, but, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, it definitely you know, plays a role there. Yeah. Did you guys hear David's episode yet on Criterion Reflections? I wanted to. I just it's I don't have as much time. Oh, I'll just recommend it. Okay. It's a a good episode, a long episode. You know, I think this movie deserves a deep dive. And uh, so that's why I wanted, you know, uh, I I think I finished an audio book. So that's, sorry, David. Although David (laughs) David would argue that sometimes his episodes are audio books. (laughs) (laughs) That works. (laughs) <laughs> so the devils it does have a bfi cut um it has been on filmstruck or filmstruck and the criterion channel um right. the, the u.s edit uh it no physical release in the states i don't know about on blu-ray, tra- on yeah. blu-ray yeah on, well, or DVD. on dvd right. either there yeah. i think there was a compromise so the, the the thing with this one is it was locked in warner's vault because of the um sacrilege and um or at least the perception of sacrilege. And some executives said, we're never going to let this movie see the light of day. So I guess I'll just ask both of you, do you think, could we ever see the, uh, a reversal? And uh, do you think we could see the devils on Blu-ray or Criterion or anywhere? Sure. 
Absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, I, I still have the, the BFI DVD, and I think part of the reason I haven't watched it is because I'm just waiting for that Blu-ray. You haven't uh, watched it? I haven't watched it. No. Wow. I've been, hmm. I've been holding it out. You haven't seen The Devils. Um, so you've seen it, right, Trevor? I have. I think you might be waiting for a while, though, uh, Mark. I'm I'm a little bit skeptical of this having an imminent release. Um, I think that they're getting some streaming access to it, which is encouraging, but the, mm-hmm. the, the version that's streaming doesn't seem like anything that they would want to release on Blu-ray, which makes me think it may just be, let's try to put this out there in some way. Mm. Um, but I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's encouraging to see when, when that popped up on Filmstruck, I remember thinking, Oh yeah, this is imminent. But then I watched, um, the first, you know, 10 minutes and thought, what's going on here? This is not a, a releasable version <laughs> for home video necessarily. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm a little skeptical that this will happen anytime soon, but as we've kind of talked about today, that's relative. It might come out in 2025 and we'll all think, well, that came out <laughs> just right after we talked about it. <laughs> yeah. It'll be episode 200. We'll be like, remember the geek fest and remember uh, the wish list, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and we'll listen again. We'll rely on you to listen, Trevor, since we don't, we don't have I'll any time. It. I'll keep track. <laughs> Thank, thanks, sir. I, I think you're right. I think I wouldn't expect it. And, and Mark, if, for film, if you're going to watch it on a Criterion channel, I would, I would watch it. It's worth it. Um, and I, I don't think it's really that bad. I don't think it's that sacrilegious. Not as much as the reputation, but I, th- I don't either. I, I, I wouldn't watch it with the kids. Screen, so. yeah. right. I won't watch it with the kids. But but how's the so Trevor? You're saying the, that the the quality of the the transfer isn't that great because I mean I have the the DVD. I could just watch that. But I would watch the yeah. BFI DVD. Um, I mean yeah. that's my that's my memory of it. That was from Filmstruck. I haven't checked out the Criterion channel, but I think I remember people saying it's the same. Uh, yeah, it is the same. And I, I I don't have the the specific numbers in front of me, but the BFI DVD at the UK cut has about I think two or three extra minutes that the US cut doesn't have. So that's why and the tra- it looks good. I mean I think for a DVD, you know, playing on an uh, on your upscaled TV or whatever. Right. Um, I, it'll look good. Yeah, recommend it. Um, I know your 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 kids or especially your oldest daughter or oldest your your daughter uh, is a burgeoning cin- cinephile, but I still probably wouldn't watch it with them. Probably, yeah. Uh, that'll be a mark uh, by himself. Yeah, it just for the it, first time. Anyway. It would be awkward. I don't. I think they could handle it. But um, all right. Well, that was that was a good start. But I'm going to get to the top box set. So the top box set. Now I'll just remind you guys that we kind of. One thing this show has a tendency for is box set hysteria. Yes. <laughs> That's why I love this poll. Yeah. Yeah. And it came to fruition sometimes. It was it was our doing, guys. So you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, so this hey, w- one of the perks we didn't talk about yet, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we don't get any money off this or royalties or anything. Um, well, uh, I guess we get we get some some perks, but um, Fellini. Yeah, we get to buy them. You know, we get to buy them. <laughs> we we this <laughs> costs us a lot more than people realize. Um, especially yeah. me, I buy stuff on shows all the time. Uh, Fellini 100 is the the top box set. So this one, I think, is pretty promising. I think it's actually likely. In fact, they, Lee Klein has even said as much. Uh, so we're uh, approaching the 100th anniversary of F- Federico Fellini's birth. So um, they're already the Italian uh, film res- preservation group. I don't know what, what they're officially called. But they're already working on restorations, and they plan to release them in 2020. So I think we're probably going to get a Fellini box next year. Um, how cool is that? 
is my question. Hmm. What do you think, Trevor? It's <laughs> awesomeness. Oh yeah, I think that's that would be awesome. Um, I'm, I am curious. I, I think they're going to do something big too. I'm curious if they're going to do something like the Bergman Cinema Box because if I learned anything from Spine 1000, it's that maybe they would like to push back a little bit on expectations that, <laughs> that people have. That they and, and they may say, look, we're not going to set this as a, a constant precedent. A lot of the famous filmmakers working in the 50s, 60s, 70s, they're going to start turning 100, and we're not mm. doing this for all of them. But Bellini. <laughs> If they're going to do it for anyone other than Bergman, um, given Criterion's, uh, you know, output, it's got to be Fellini, right? Yeah, and I, when I think of Criterion and really the history of Janus films in particular, I think of the their legacy filmmakers. Bergman, of course, stands out. Fellini is another one. Um, yeah, I would Kurosawa. also say Kurosawa. Um, I would even Ozu. say Ozu, Renoir. Um, and there's probably a good... Ten or so, but I think I think Bergman and uh, Bergman, Fellini, and Kurosawa are the holy trinity of uh, the ones that have gotten the most attention. So I, I could see it happening. Well, it's happened for both Bergman and I guess Kurosawa. The um, AK twenty five was it? AK one hundred or yeah, was it twenty? Yeah, twenty five because it was twenty five uh, films. films. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was not twenty five years old when that came out. <laughs> no. Um, all right, well, I'll move back to the individual titles, and the next one is a kind of a surprise that it's this high, but it's Mirror by uh, Andrei Tarkovsky. Oh, okay. So this one's been rumored, uh, and I think pretty legitimate, substantial rumors, but it does have an artificial eye release on Blu-ray. Um, I think it had a Kino, and by the way, this is all off the top of my head. I did not prep at all. Um, this is just from doing the show for years. Uh, had a Kino <laughs> DVD a while ago. Um, I think it's... a Phenomenal film, very personal. Uh, but so I would, say, I'll just ask, what, what's the likelihood and the desire? I mean, for me, the the desire is really strong. I mean, I can see uh, Tarkovsky really being that high, and especially having a film like this that you know there is the artificial eye release, but we don't have a Blu-ray. There's still only the DVD from Kino. Uh, so th- this one seems really likely, and it's either going to be Kino releasing it again, or uh, it just feels like Criterion uh, would try to to get this for sure. Um, so yeah, well, I think uh, Kino got uh, Criterion got the rights to Stalker, and so I think we can assume that they got the rights to Mirror as well. Go ahead, Trevor. Right. I think so. I mean, isn't it still on Criterion Channel? It is, yeah. As, well, you know, and it was on Filmstruck's Criterion Channel. Um, so, yeah, I think this is incredibly likely. I think it's just a matter of time. In fact, this brings back a little bit of a memory, Aaron. Uh, my first appearance on Criterion Now, uh, you kind of asked about uh, anything we were looking forward to. And I, I said something along the lines of whenever Criterion gets around to releasing Stalker, they have to do it soon. We knew that they had it. Um and that happened, so yeah. I'm I'm ready for Mirror to come out. And I, I do think, in fact, I I think in 2020 we'll see uh, the release of Mirror. Okay, yeah. all right, bold That's prediction. Bold all prediction. right, there we go. All right, stamp it. We'll listen ten years later and see if you're right. Um, I mean, it's, it's already been three year over three years since the uh, artificial eye release, so kind of expected we'd have it by now. So yeah, yeah. Well, and last year they did um, finally got Andre Rublev out. Uh, I, I I think they're gonna. Uh, do this one soon. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think they either, um, I think they they like to spread the filmmakers out, uh, so they might just be waiting for um, a good time be- between releases because Stalker was, I think it was a year prior, 
And then, yeah, as you mentioned, Andrei Rublev, we can stop banging that drum. Another inside joke um, or reference. So, yeah, maybe maybe mirror next year. That makes sense, Trevor. I think I'm with you. Um, I'm just seeing if it's still on the channel, and it is still still there. So, okay, well, let's get back to box sets. Um, speaking of box set hysteria, Wong Kar Wai. I figured that was number two. <laughs> yeah, Wong Kar Wai. Everything all the... I think Criterion yeah. <laughs> has done themselves. A, a, they've they've you know fanned this these these flames uh, with their Twitter account. There's been a lot of one car why. Um, so, what do you think could happen? Hmm. Jeez, I don't know, guys. <laughs> as a box set, said, yes. As a uh, box set, a couple set. of years ago, as a box set. Yeah, I think they're going to release some more one car why. I'm not sure about a box set anymore, though. Okay. And now I, I, I don't know, I, I haven't really reviewed the list too carefully, but I don't know if there's going to, any individual titles are on here, but it, I think that like Happy Together, uh, Days of Being Wild makes it make sense as a, I mean, I think all of them would make, make sense. Um, yeah. And I think they're, you know, they're, we've talked about they're out of print from Kino. So they're just sitting there uh, in the ether just waiting for a re-release. So um, I mean, yeah, I, I think I, I feel like Trevor, like the farther we get away from it, the less likely it is going to happen. But I'm also thinking about Sadajit Ray, who's my pick for, you know, getting that centennial release in 2021 when he turns 100 and they, they have the rights to so many of, of his movies that maybe, you know, maybe they'll release a couple of single titles and then release the box set, uh, you know, almost like Bergen. Yeah. Bergman, where they, they did, you know, they released, I think it was the Virgin Spring, actually, and um, yeah, Memories, um, or, um, sorry, the Marriage movie, uh, uh, oh, TV scenes series. from mar- marriage and Thank shame, you. shame to uh, yeah. You, right. you, you said Bergen, I, uh, Candace Bergen box Bergen. set was not on here. I would love that a Candace Bergen <laughs> box set. <laughs> There's one vote for a Candace Bergen box set. Okay, well, go, go, the poll is still open, so go go, go knock yourself out. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with. That. I think Wong Kar Wai, uh, our hype train. I think Jonathan Lominger actually. Um, um, I think he, he did some of his hype, uh, all caps, make it happen. Wong Kar Wai box set. I think he voted on some polls about it. But um, yeah, I, I could see. And and back to your point, Trevor, about setting precedents. So we've had, so we had the Olympic set, we had Bergman, then we had Godzilla. So I think that. Um, you know, it seems like a filmmaker and then, you know, series. And of course, Zadoichi was a few years back, too. So, um, right. So maybe, maybe, yeah, there, there is a precedent that they're, they're setting whether they want to or not. But I don't know. <laughs> um, but Saijit Ray 100 would be stellar. I would take it. And I think they have the rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they have everything, but that 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 almost I mean, they've been teasing Fellini uh, for next year. So that seems very, very possible. I you know, I saw that uh, La Dolce Vita is coming back to to theaters, but it, it almost seems to me more likely even that they'll do Ray in, in 2021, uh, just because it, it seems like the the release of Ray films has been even slower than uh, mm-hmm. expected. So. Yeah, we we had the hero, which was great. Boy, so good. Uh, oh Ray, yeah, that, that was fantastic. Ray is not on the list. I just checked. So um, so yeah. Uh, so so stop talking about Ray. Mark, breaking <laughs> the rules. <laughs> All right. Next next individual title has been a fixture on the polls. Um, Come and see uh, the by Elam Klimov, which is a, a harrowing war film. Um, 
got a little bit of uh, credence because of that Eric Skillman drawing, which kind of sort of looked like the the boy uh, in the main character in that film. Uh, however, the thing is, it's just a head. It's just a face. So, you know, it could yeah. be a lot of things, but I don't know. I, come and see. Been... The glowing head, though. It was glowing, yeah. It's been rumored a while. I don't know. Trevor, do you want to be a, make a bold pro- proclamation? Is it coming this year? I I think so, yeah. I'm not as bold on this one as I, as I was on Mirror, uh, <laughs> because I don't know what they're running. I think they would like to release it as soon as possible, but I think they're dealing with some of the other stuff okay um it, yeah so I, I think it's very very possible and uh and you just mark put in chat the come and see uh, uh french poster and I, that's actually the it's movie amazing. poster yeah yeah, yeah. it's, or, it's uh, just a incredible uh image and it, it, it certainly is a uh, it's a a drawing not a you know not something from the a film poster or something so mm-hmm. that's that's impressive well, we will yeah, see. I, I, I think so. Do, do, do either of you want to be bold and say 2020? I, I'm willing to do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, I'm going to let you do it. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite there yet because we've been talking about this. for. It's like the, um, you know, it's like uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> it's been getting <laughs> as much uh, suggestion as that. So I'm not, I'm not that bold yet. <laughs> so the next box set is um, Preston Sturges. So Preston Sturges, I, I think that's exciting. Um, so th- that's um, mm. now we have a lot of Blu-rays from Sturges. I love Sturges, by the way. I mean, w- one of my favorite comedy directors, and really, he had to, really about a decade, I think, of, of a peak period. And and I think he, I can't I, don't, I can't remember the history how he got out of. I think I think the studio fired him or something. Um, one of, I think, the holdouts here is the Lady Eve, and the last I heard, they, um, I think it might have had an ailments problem. I think that might have been on the Lee Klein podcast. He might have mentioned that. Um, yeah, I think you're right there, Aaron. That's what I remember. And so I, I'm, I'm going to kind of say, I, my opinion is probably not, because I think there's so many already, and maybe someday, but not for a while. But I, I would love it, you guys. Yeah, it'd be wonderful. I mean, it's and there's there's not a, it's not a long period. It's 1940 to 55, mm-hmm. uh, four, 14 credits I'm seeing, including a documentary short. So it's it's possible. It's a nice you know kind of concise box set if there there was one. But I'm I'm kind of with you. I just don't with the number of releases already out there. I don't see it happening. Yeah, yeah, I don't either. I think this would be fun, but I mean. Wh- I, I don't. I, I think this is one where they're going to do better if they release them individually uh, for fans rather I, than as a, a single box. I think there'd be a lot of people who would maybe not not go for this box. I mean, yeah, you've got your faithful who huh. are always going to, but a general Preston Sturges box set right now, I, I don't know. Yeah, is there a market for this? I mean, I I think yeah. For from us, I'm obviously it's number third in the in the box set voting, so there's people that would want it, but. Um... But yeah, would it sell more than Fellini 100? Um, maybe not. But uh, I th- I th- actually, I think Sturges has an audience. I think it would do pretty well. Um, but yeah, as you mentioned, there's a lot out. Uh, some of the films that just off the top of my head, I didn't Google or anything, but I, I do think about Miracle of Morgan's Creek, Hail the Conquering Hero. Um, there's another one. Oh, um, Christmas in July is just coming out in... Um, from Kino. So Kino. I don't mm-hmm. know that they have the rights to all of them. Um, and I think some of those are tied yeah. up 
restorations. So I, I think if they were to, to do this, it would be all of them, plus, including the Lady Eve. So, so yep. So I'm saying, wait and see. Come and see. Uh, Come and see. Wait and see. <laughs> I'm saying no. Okay. It's not going to happen. All right. This will never be a Criterion release as a box set. So negative, Trevor. So negative. <laughs> <laughs> just, just want to be be real. <laughs> okay. Well, in the interest of time, I'm going to probably. Uh, we're going through this slower than I expected, so I might speed us up. Um, so next one is Greed, the uh, the Eric von Strom, Stroheim uh, epic. So the this is a legendary film history story. Uh, that somebody, an auteur fighting with the studio. I mean, really, an early case of it. And I think the the director's cut was close to eight hours, which is lost. As far as I know, nobody's um, found that eight-hour cut. I think it's just shy, maybe like seven hours, 40 minutes or something. Um, there's a four-hour cut that is – it's played TCM, um, and mm-hmm. I, I think potentially. I don't, what do you guys think? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it haven't either. Seen it either. Yeah, IMDb says two hours, 20 minutes, so I, I don't know how it goes from that to eight hours, but hmm. that would be amazing. It's kind of like Amberson's, like one of the one of the most notorious studios – cut films but you know hmm. yeah and maybe you're right maybe the, the cut, i thought it was more than two hours but yeah and maybe maybe there are a couple out there so okay i i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say probably not sorry guys because i don't know what the yeah, deal is maybe someday one. down the line yeah I mean, yeah not imminent the eight the long cut definitely not that i mean it's gone it's lost unless somebody you know finds it somewhere hmm. but the shorter cut I don't know. I'd say maybe someday, but I'm not thinking any time for a while. What do you think? Did this pop on the list just be- because of like recent restoration and, and showings at uh, various film festivals? Or is there some other... We didn't really require this to be grounded in reality, so it's just because people <laughs> yeah. want it. And th- th- this is, uh, I'm just trying to me. figure out if there is any potential... I haven't um, seen any yet, but we'll keep yeah. an eye out. Um, all right, box set. So this is this one's interesting. The complete Kurosawa. Speaking of those uh, the the linchpin um, Janus filmmakers, uh, the Titans. So I think we already have it. <laughs> I think that's AK twenty five, right? So, well, it's not complete, but you know, it's right, I'm, and it's out of print. Is you know the hard part. The Studio Canal. That's the elephant in the room. I'm I'm saying that. We'll definitely get some more Kurosawa at some point. In fact, I think I just saw one that's in the other list. But I'm not thinking we'll get a, a big box set from him. What do you think, Trevor? Uh, I don't think so either. I think that they did it and that there are other issues with it. And honestly, I, I don't feel like we need it if they just would upgrade some of the old DVDs and and uh, figure out how to get some of the rights back for mm-hmm. Uh, for some of his later films, we we wouldn't necessarily need it. Okay. There you go, number four on the box set. Trevor says we don't need it. <laughs> 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 That's Trevor Barrett, everybody. <laughs> T.R. <laughs> I, I'm thinking funny. from maybe their perspective. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. Right. I agree. I, I would get it. Is, oh, this yeah. is one I would love. It's, I, I think, but I just don't think it, it'll happen. That's a great point. Want versus need. I, I would love. I would love to have a, a big, massive Blu-ray box of of all Kurosawa, everything, all the time. Um, but need and get are two different things. So I, I think I'm I'm saying not a, not likely. And by the way, some of, some of these are not likely at all, but they're really interesting, and I think they'll just be yeah. good 
conversations. So that's right, the fun part let's, about it. Let's get to the next one. Um, so with this, uh, we had a little little chat about this one earlier. So this is Napoleon. <laughs> hmm. This is uh, Napoleon by uh, Gantz, Abel Gantz. Uh, so it came out, I think, and, and Trevor, you listened to the Geek Fest, so keep me honest here. But I think probably when we talked about it, it was about the time that BFI had announced or there had been discussions about it coming out in the UK. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I have that edition, and I, I use that to test out my TV, but I, I haven't finished it. Um, and it's not because I don't want to. I just, I don't know, just haven't. Um, but the thing with this is the dueling scores. So there's the Coppola score, excuse me, versus the uh, the Carl Davis score. So um, I think, yeah, I'm surprised it's been so quiet in four years. Um, yeah, because yeah, this seems came out... so likely back then, but... Yeah. The more time passes, the the less likely it seems. It seems like they hit a hurdle that they didn't, they couldn't surpass, and it doesn't seem like anything would have changed recently. Yeah. So just background: uh, there, uh, Roman Coppola uh, composed a score in the U.S. and um, Carl Davis composed a score in the U.K. Uh, from people that I know and respect, I think it, from the sounds of it. Carl Davis is, is the superior version. I, I can't really speak either, um, but but they're fighting because of, or I shouldn't say fighting, but they're you know distribution issues because yeah, which score do you use? So the the BFI's is Carl Davis, and uh, and what little I've seen, it looks great. So um, let me ask you this because beyond the score, there's also just the presentation issue. Um, because of the way that it was made and the way that it was intended to be shown, how does it look on your on your home screen? So I think you're referring to the triptych, uh, the mm-hmm. and then that's the, the the three frames. So I haven't gotten that far. Um, that's I think that's near the end of the movie. And mm-hmm. I so really all I did is when I got a new TV, it was right around the time I got Napoleon, and so that was just a way to test the screen, and uh, and it looked awesome, but. I think I just got busy. It, you, you guys can probably not relate to this at all, but I got busy. No. It ended up on the shelf. Did not oh, kill in that player. There's no judgment here. <laughs> <laughs> One day, at that, and it's four hours, so that, that may be a, a, a holiday or something. I don't know. Maybe take PTO just to watch Napoleon. I'm sure my boss would love that. All right, moving on. Box sets. I, I think that I like this one, the Thin Man series. So this is uh, from... Um, the 30s, uh, um, what were the names? Um, Max and Max and Mora, was it? Have you guys seen The Thin Man? I haven't. Yeah, I've, I've seen a few of them, yeah. I haven't seen any of them. But it's been a little while, so I don't know how to help you with that other than Google it myself. <laughs> Nick and Nora. I'm saying Max and Nora. <laughs> Who's Max? Yeah, there you go, Nick and Nick Nora. And Nora. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen the first two, so I haven't seen the... I think they made uh, a handful, um, but I think this would be... I think it's a great idea. The first two are charming. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I think the world of William Powell... It's William Powell and Myrna Loy, uh, so I, I would love this. Um, and I think it's a, a great... You know, it would make perfect sense. Um, rights, I don't know. Uh, so, have you seen it, Mark? I haven't. No, I have a I have an old DVD I picked up at some you know third hand. Um, so, yeah, I, it, again, it's Warner Archive put it out this year um, on Blu-ray, and I think that's the only real Blu-ray release for the original or potentially any of them. I just I don't think there's much by way of the Thin Man. 
really on okay. uh, on on HD. I could be wrong, but huh, I, I did not. I missed that about the. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna, actually. I'm not going to fact check you, but I'm going to. Um, yep, you're going to buy. Going to buy. Just show some skepticism. Right you're right. You're right. Um, it is. It came out. Oh, wow! It came out on my birthday this year. Um, you guys did not get this from me for my birthday. <laughs> Forget all that kumbaya stuff. Or you know, me, you guys. All right, are, dropping off. We're now. waiting for for Fellini's birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, I, I, I see how it is. All right. Well, okay. This, I could actually use this as a statement for some of our ration rationality here. But the next title is uh, "Stop Making Sense." So, <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, stop making sense about your predictions. No, this is a the the Jonathan Demme documentary about um, about Talking Heads, or not about it's it is a concert film. Uh, it's magnificent. I, I watched. I think it was like a I rented it or watched it on Prime or something, I, and it's terrific. I I would love this, and I think after two stories, I you know rights aside, I I think it makes sense. You know. <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I agree. I think it makes sense. I think it'll happen someday. Yeah, the Blu-ray is still in print uh, from Palm Pictures, but I, I, apparently it has some video issues. And there, I, I think there's a nicer version available from the UK, but uh, I could definitely see Criterion doing this, you know, in the next five years or so, you know. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, yeah, I'm just looking there. There was one from 2015 in the UK. Right. Second I, Sight. So it's, oh, a, okay. it's a good one. I am surprised that's so high on the list, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's well, good, good to see. It, it's popular. I, I, th- I think there's there's um, definitely a market. I mean, there's a lot of Talking Heads fans, and I think it's I think it's considered one of the the top uh, music documentaries of the '80s. Uh, I could be wrong, but I'm, I mean, at least in our our crowd loves it. So right, the next box set, I think is I think is 100 percent happening someday. World Cinema Project Three. Mm. Yeah. Now, of course, I. I love one and two, so I want it. But uh, I mean, do you think there's any chance that it couldn't happen? Boy, I can't see I, why I think not. It'll happen. I mean, they're releasing some of the big ones as standalone, which I think is the right way to go. But uh, they're going to have other others that don't necessarily make sense on their own. And I think boxing them up in volume three is perfect. Yeah, I'm looking at the release dates. It's like uh, it's well, it's what three and a half years in between one and two, and uh, two was t- was two thousand seventeen. So we're two and a half years uh, between. So yeah, we might be a year away next November, maybe. I, I don't know. And that kind of makes sense because of their restoration efforts. So um, so yeah, they they probably have been working on a num- number of films in the meantime, and some of the actually one of these for sure is on the list and it's coming up. Um, so I think, yeah, the question is, now WCP2 had Taipei Story and, uh, let's see, I think it had something else, um, but standalone, well, Memories Mysterious of... Mysterious Objects. Mysterious so, Objects. That was so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Memories of Underdevelopment was a WCP title that was released standalone. I think there have been some others, too. But, yeah, I think, I think two and a half years is probably a good... Now, what's interesting about this is that the first one was dual format. Remember, it came out during that time. Yes, and so yes. the second one was dual format, and it's the same shape box. So, you know, it's keeping that uh, that dual format going. That'd be awesome. Yeah. All right, got to move along. Um, the trial, Orson Welles. So uh, I think probably Joshua Wilson probably not voted nominated this, and a lot of people <laughs> said, "Sure, an Orson Welles, what the hey." Uh, 
I actually, I don't think I've seen, I don't remember. I don't think I've seen this. Um, have you guys seen it? No. I've no. seen it. Yeah. Yes. Is it good? Yeah, it's, it's, it, it is good. I really, really liked it. It's atmospheric in a way that Wells just can do so well. And I would love it to happen. I saw it on VHS like 20 years ago. I've never seen it since, but I, I really enjoyed it. I'd, I'd love for it to happen. Don't know the likelihood. Um, I don't know. But it's never, never been welcome. in the U.S. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I, it's... I, it would make a lot of people happy, um, especially Josh and, uh, and all, right. all the Wells fans. Uh, the, I think th- they would like to do it for sure. Yeah, which yeah. Is their interest in Wells. I think they would release anything Wells they can get their hands on, which is one of the reasons why I think uh, maybe not soon. But if they can work it out, I think they'll do it. Well, hold that thought. There's going to be more Wells coming up. But I'm going to get back, go. back to a box set, uh, The Complete Charlie Chaplin, which is hmm. interesting. Um, we passed his 100th birthday. Uh, I don't know about 150. What, what's Charlie Chaplin's, Charles Chaplin's birthday? <laughs> Let's see, 1890s, 1880s? 1889, so uh, 1889 plus 150, so we're looking at uh, 2049, everybody. That's when it's happening, all right? That's it. Well, there's the the shorts, or there's rights are all over the place, so I don't, I think that if Criterion could could get it all, I think they would do this, and they already have his features, just about. So they don't, they don't mean just the um, a complete box set of the features. They they do mean all of the shorts from uh, from beforehand as well. I think they mean com- the complete everything. Um, I mean, like hmm. the complete in the Matt Gasteyer, Trav Trudell, all the, all the Keystone, all of the yeah, all of SNA, the, yeah, mm-hmm. all, all of them. I I think that would be yeah, would be great. I, I would definitely buy it. Um, so in 2049, well, I'm going to the 2049 wish list episode will include this. <laughs> will, will that say, be the 100 the 100K Blu-ray uh, edition when that comes out? I mean that that'll be the format by then. Yeah, 100K. Yeah. So and and I'm going <laughs> to be at a, a ripe ripe young age, ready to um, consume it all. I'll be retired. Well, so um, maybe yeah. by then the the Kino or not the Kino the um, Flickr Alley editions will be outdated, but. Right now, that's the way to go, folks. If you want yeah, to see yeah, all of them, yeah. go with those box sets. They're they're fantastic. I have them, and can't recommend them highly enough. Yeah, and for region uh, region B, the uh, there's there's a BFI. Uh, so I have the SNA from BFI. Um, I, think, I think it was just less expensive, and mm-hmm. and it's also a good set. So um, so yeah, there's uh, uh, lots of options. Okay, and um, just remember, some of these are not grounded in re- reality, but. Eyes wide shut. What do you think, Stanley Kubrick? Please, I, that's, I think that's, that's my pick for the next Kubrick. I mean, I, I think that's the next Kubrick they're going to release. Okay, you, really? Okay. What yeah. do you? Think? I mean, it's just an underseen, <laughs> underseen Kubrick. Um, you know, it just, I, I, I don't see them putting the big ones out like two thousand one, and they just, you know, the the shiny just came out in four K. So this would be um, the one I would expect them to do next. Yeah, um, I, I yeah, they. Well, the, the one thing is they've gotten some films <laughs> from Kubrick that they you, you wouldn't think ten years ago, five years ago they'd get. Um, I, this also was kind of not really appreciated at its time, and I know it's only been it hasn't yeah. been that long, but it's like it's like gained, Barry Lyndon, you know, yeah. it just it needs a it needs a rediscovery. It's gained and 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 it's become almost like a cult Kubrick film. So um, so I think it could happen. Yeah, what do you think, Trevor? 
I hope it does. I really hope it does. And I think it could. I think the possibility is certainly there. I get. I think it just depends on what the studio want, would want to do with it on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, go. I think they should do it. I, and I'm kind of with Mark. I think that it's a um, a likely Kubrick when you weigh the ones that are still unreleased by Criterion. All right. Well, let's keep going. And and by the way, just editorial note: we have we, this is part one. <laughs> we we have decided we're going to do a part two. So because we can't get through all of this. So I have a le- the end of a, a, a both lists that we can get to, and then um, and then we'll finish this the rest of next week. So okay, the next one is uh, the, a box set, and it's Astaire and Rogers. Now it wasn't very specific, I'm, but I'm guessing just all of the films they've been in together. Uh, and I we just had uh, um, Swing Time come out, and Google and Astaire and Rogers. So what do you guys think? Hmm. It's funny. This I don't this, think it's likely. Hmm. Yeah, I think it would be really great. But you know, with the with the advent of the Criterion Channel, some of these are are less um, I don't know uh, important to me to come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, though I would love this and I would get it. They did that great Astaire and Rogers uh, collection on on the Criterion Channel, and that's kind of fine for for, for me right now. So it doesn't seem quite as urgent to get something like this out there, I guess. Keep coming out with some of the some of the big ones. If you do it in a box, I'll get it. But yeah, let's I let's do complete like Kurosawa, complete Charlie Chaplin. Forget about uh, the, the small sets. Uh, yeah, it's only 10 films, so I, I think it makes sense, but I agree. And I think we're going to see more... Um, more uh, cr- Criterion Channel uh, groupings here as wish lists, and maybe it's because there's right. there's some expectations that sets. But uh, but I, I I would get it. I would um, mostly enjoy it. I, I would enjoy one sequence in Swing Time that I didn't enjoy the first time. Uh, <laughs> but that that's a different story. Uh, I, You've Mark, already got it. So <laughs> yeah, I already have it. What do you what do you think, Mark? Yeah, I mean it's I I, I love Trevor's point that this is the kind that's the kind of thing that really seems tailor made for um, you know groupings on the Criterion Channel. I, I'd love to see it. I, it does kind of come to mind a bit when we talk about box sets in that um, you know the the pairing. So we had the Dietrich von Sternberg. It seems like there could be due in twenty twenty to do another pairing box set like that. Uh, so th- this would be great for that kind of. You know, let's have it middle of the year. We have uh, Astaire Rogers, and then in you know November we have Fellini. Uh, that that would be a great precedent to set, uh, like from from last year. But yeah, um, yeah it's you know, it, I I think I think Trevor's nailed it. That this just seems like something more that wouldn't get a physical release and would stay with uh, you know with streaming. But we'll see. Stop making sense, guys. Stop making sense. <laughs> so, all right. Well, the nice next reference. next one is a uh, our second silent feature. If I'm Oh, third, third, that which is great. More silent yes. go criterion. Thank you. Uh, it's Sunrise by uh, F. W. Murnau, uh, masterpiece. Uh, one of my favorite silent films, maybe my favorite silent film. I just think it's a gorgeous film. Uh, it's on Masters of Cinema, but I think it's an older. It is, yeah, two thousand eleven. So it's and been it a while. came out in America. Uh, I think after that, but I, I didn't. I didn't buy that. I, I actually have that Masters of Cinema. Um, I don't know about rights, but I'm saying, hey, it's cool with me. Yeah, yeah it's I'm still in print in the U.S. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't it, know if that, that means anything. It, it's one of the best out there. And yeah. um, 
I say release it everywhere. Give everyone the rights to release this one. Yeah. yeah. And one thing I think uh, having a release in print is not really a, a barrier as much anymore because there's been others like, you know, Princess Bride has gazillion releases, uh, Strange Love, um, where they they source from these other Blu-rays, but, the, you know, the one to get is the Criterion. So I think that if, if Sunrise came out, that would be absolutely the one to get. Um, yeah, I, I'd say let's make it happen. All right. Yeah. All right, well, the next one is a P.T. Anderson box. and Oh, boy. So, yeah. Um, well, first off, he's working. So um, <laughs> it's not going to be the complete. Uh, there's, there's more to come from Mr. P.T. Uh, and also, he's pretty popular. I'm saying, sure, I'd love it, but I'm saying no way in, in, no way in heck. What do you think? Yeah, I, yeah, I, not happening. No. Hopefully, some of his films. I would love it if they released Hard Eight. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't think they're going to release. I don't think they could. They could. I don't think they're going to get the rights for all of these different places. And yeah, a good dream. It's a good dream. Yeah, I'm, maybe I could see even some of the more popular. I could see Magnolia happen happening. I mean, it's now mm-hmm. been you know twenty some twenty plus years since that came out. So. I think that would be something they could tell a story that was really that. I think that's the film that broken through to the mainstream. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't see a box. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I could see some, some, in fact, I definitely see some more individual films and there's probably some on the list. So, okay, well, here's one that has come up a little bit and we've already referenced it. It's a Durzu Usala. So I think it's cool that it's up this high. This one might've been on the geek fest, Trevor, <laughs> I don't remember, but I think you're right. So it's Kurosawa filmed in Russia, and I I think that I've heard rumors that there are um, elements issues, and I, I, that could have been a podcast. But um, but I, I think it's been I think they've had the rights for a while. Would you, would you say? Haven't they even shown a little bit of? their work on it but admitted as i think i'm with you i think they've admitted as much that there are some rights issues or elements or not I, sorry not rights issues uh, elements issues i think they actually showed it um boy uh, at, remember when they used to do the the conference every year up in um what's that town in ohio uh every year it was uh it, uh, it i know what you're talking about does start with it's uh start with the Josh Brunsting w. has been to it. Um yeah, boy, that's so it, Oh, that, yeah. I know I that know speaks to can't remember the name. Can't remember the name. And <laughs> it used to be like a bunch uh, of old guys here talking. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, we can't remember like three years ago. Um I, I think the last time they did one of those they showed a clip from it. So that shows how long this has been kicking around. So um I'm saying it's gonna happen. I I'm not I don't have no idea when. You guys on board with that? Yeah, I mean, the, the, there's a Kino DVD. Yeah. It's been out of print for a while, and it's yeah. I mean, it's it. It just feels like the next, um, you know, Elements Be Damned uh, film from Kurosawa that Criterion would put out. Um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll... I think so too. I think here in the next couple of years we'll get it. Yeah, I think people are probably working on it. Um, you know, I, I'd hope so. If if there's Elements issues, and if there's, it's a Kurosawa. It, you know, even it's probably not gonna. You know, it's not going to sell like Rashomon or Seven Samurai, but I think it would, you know any Kurosawa would, would we want that to come out. Um, the next box set is uh, Bunuel, 1950s films in Mexico. 
So I didn't hmm. look up what those are, but I'm going to Google here uh, or just pull up his IMDb. So I'm trying to think of his 50s films. Um, Love Me Some Been Well. What do you think? Yeah. So yeah, so this is this is really prior to his you know most popular uh, period in the '60s, right? So and you know into the '70s, that would be yeah interesting. Um, there's Death in the Garden, Nazarene, or th- those are later, and then yeah, there's Wuthering Heights. Oh, Wuthering I, don't, Heights. I, don't, I don't know if that's in Mexico. El Bruto, Mexican Bus Ride. Is, I'm guessing that's in Mexico. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think the if, if I remember the late '40s, '50s, you know. Um, is includes both of those periods, I believe. But uh, well, there's Los Olvidados. I don't even think I've seen any of these from that period. Yeah. Except for Los Olvidados. I haven't yeah. seen that yet. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that that's a, an interesting curation, and I think that would, aside from Los Olvidados, it kind of seems like Eclipse territory. Would you say? Mm. Even mm. though Benoit's yeah. mm-hmm. big, but I, I I could see that happening. All right, well, this one, I'm actually surprised this one was not higher in the polls because this comes up a lot, but it was Bringing Up Baby. Um, hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Do we think it'll happen? <laughs> I'm surprised it hasn't happened. Um, Craig Barron, who is a uh, master effects guy, he's in our groups, and he uh, did a, a feature for The Circus recently, and he, he was saying that he wants this to happen. He loves this movie. He knows uh, one of the people involved, and and he actually said, "Hey, I want to do a feature for this." <laughs> so he asked, he asked me about this. Um, so I I think it would um, um, I think it would be great. I think it I think someday it will happen. I don't I don't know why it hasn't, but um, I think it's probably not in the near future. But who, what do I know? Howard Hawks. I mean, it, it certainly would sell. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. Okay, I'll um, move on. I can. T- I sense we're getting a little worn out, so um, maybe, <laughs> maybe we're going to call it pretty soon. Uh, well, I will say that one just seems so clear to me, and I would, I would maybe be a little more. Um, yeah, I think it's coming even sooner than than you. But okay, what else can you say about bringing up baby? So. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. I, I I feel that way too. I feel like this is we've talked about it so many times. It feels like it's next uh, for for Hawks um, in in the genre. Uh, so 2020. All right. Well, okay. Uh, so we put an end t- time on this. We have one, two, three, four, five more. So uh, the next box set is Agnes Varda, which give it to me. I'll take it. I'm actually give me, su- give me. I'm oh, surprised yeah. it's this low. I I think this one actually holds water. I think it could happen. What do you think, Trevor? Well, I think it's got to right. I think they'll bring out something. They've they've done two box sets with her already, and I think they'll do mm-hmm. more. Well, you, do you mean the Eclipse and the uh, the early works? Or yeah, is... I mean, I guess the other one's kind of more one of those, hey, let's put a bunch of our releases together in, in one package. Um, but yeah, I can see them doing... But yeah, and I am talking to the other one about the Eclipse. I could see them doing uh, quite a few more. I think, obviously, it would have to include her last movie, which is now just... You know, it's not out you know, in theaters yet, right? Um, but the, yeah, just her festivals, her final documentary. So it won't be anytime yeah. soon. But I and I, I think Criterion would probably be aggressive in trying to get that. And I think the the, the estate would be cooperative. But um, but yeah, I, I, I wanted to, uh, 
I want it to ship in in the tote bag. So just make sure the box set fits in the tote bag. <laughs> I I'm did good. get I did get the tote. I haven't put anything <laughs> in it yet, so maybe I'll just wait for this box set. Uh, makes sense. Yeah. Um, all right, next one. Speaking of Mr. Orson Welles, we have this mo- little movie you may have may not have heard of it. It's called Citizen Kane. Uh, nope. No. No. Not ringing a bell. Okay. Mm. Well. Mm. <laughs> so, so spine uh well no, no no spine this was a laser disc uh this has not come out um i don't know what do you think yeah. and there was the sled the bamboozled seems like that's gonna get announced uh, maybe even coming up in the next week or two uh what what, what do we think could this happen I want to hear Keith Enright bang the drum again. <laughs> as much fun as that was. That's the elephant in the room. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Keith. I'll just I'll just go out on a limb here and say I think it could happen. But um, I was always one of those who who would have loved it had it been Spine One Thousand, but didn't really care because I've seen it a thousand times. I have a bunch <laughs> of versions of it, and so it's one of those that yeah, I'd like to see what they do with it. Mm-hmm. But uh, and, and it's part of their history, so that's cool. But otherwise, I don't care. Okay, wow, some apathy there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like apathy at, uh, early in the morning after a long podcast. Okay, well, I, I think it will happen someday. I I think maybe because of the the Spine One Thousand ship has sailed, maybe they're not won't be in a hurry. Um, but I, I think maybe just for a special release month. But um, but yeah, I think it'll happen too. The next one I think is going to. We're going to um, use a similar logic as we did just previously, but is the Columbia Noir set. Um, now, first off, how do you define Columbia Noir? There's a lot of, a lot of noir films from Columbia, but I think they're thinking the, of that, that the set. The Columbia Noir Criterion Channel. Exactly. Right. That's that's specifically what they're thinking of. So I, um, that, that, that curation was not all the noir films that Columbia came out with, uh, just FYI, but it was a good good collection. Um, I think it's just saying, hey, let's make it a, a Blu-ray. So what do you guys think? I don't that think would so. Be cool. I think that was just an incentive to sign up for Criterion Channel, and a good one, and, yeah. and to show that they're going to get stuff on there that they, you know, to, to make it independent a little bit from what their physical collection is, that they're going to be licensing films for people to watch that uh, and that's the place to watch it for limited engagement and and then they're gone i don't think that i don't think this is coming i think you're right i, I think this is probably a, a nice thought behind it uh it's interesting but um but i i would actually prefer that they do another columbia noir uh find, find some different films and put it on the channel is what i i think would be fun um mm-hmm. or, or or another i mean, if they can get rights to other noirs i I mean, we're in November now, so, you know, um, I don't... Yeah, next year, November, maybe, but yeah. I mean, I'd love it, but yeah, I just don't see it happening. This doesn't seem likely. Not likely. Okay, well, two more. One title, one box set. So uh, the next title request is A Clockwork Orange. So we've already uh, talked about Kubrick. I have a feeling we'll probably be talking about him again at some point. What are the chances of A Clockwork Orange? Hmm. I'd say another ten years, probably. Really, I still think, think this is a <laughs> interesting. Okay, because yeah. I, I, I think might it's have... still a, a hot commodity for you know for Kubrick and Warner Brothers. Yeah, I, I don't know when the last time it came out. What, what do you think, Trevor? I don't know. This one's a tough one for me. Um, I think maybe within the next five years. I'm just looking at releases. The last there was a, a special edition that came out in 2012. Oh, I'm sorry. That's um. 
that's one of those fake Blu-ray. There was a 40th anniversary coming out, that came out in 2011. Right. Well, that's the thing. I think 50th anniversary is when they're... It's like a digibook. Yeah. So that would be 2021. Um, so, yeah, I, that actually makes too much sense. There probably will be a 50th edition if there was a 40th edition. The question is, will it be Criterion? So that would be uh, still a year and a few months away. And, you know, at least, I, I think maybe. I mean, if they got strange love, I, I think they could get this. No? Yeah, I think that... I, I agree 100%. If they got strange love, I think they can get any of them. Uh, yeah. Honestly, maybe 2001 is, is a little holdout, but this one also, I kind of wonder about their own desire. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I I, I, th- I think it would be interesting. I, 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 you definitely tell a story behind it. And no, I, I, this was the last one, um, individual release. There there have probably been box sets with Clockwork Orange. Um, by the way, guys, Kubrick sells blu-ray still so um, go figure yeah go figure Mm -hmm. Um, all right well here's the last one and this is a peter greenaway set and i have it on pretty Mm. good authority that this was probably brad's wish list brad mcdermott from 25th frame uh it just so happens that it was just announced that there's a greenaway set on the criterion channel coming out in november so i don't know if that adds to speculation but um uh I've seen The Cook, The Thief, The Wife, and Her Lover, and I like it quite a bit. Um, but I haven't seen the others. I, I know some have been on, out on BFI uh, in the UK. So right. what do you think? Well, I haven't mm. seen any of them. So I, I, don't, I don't really have a horse in the race. Um, to eat. I, I don't know very much about his work. So I'll, I'll just say I hope so, Brad, for, for your sake. <laughs> for you, well, Brad. Just for you, Brad. Um, well, I th- you can check it out on the Criterion channel this month if you want to get a sampling. Yeah, I, would, I am planning on doing that. Mm-hmm. I definitely would recommend The Cook, The Thief, The Wife, and Her Lover. Um, have you seen that one, Mark? No, I have a couple of the, the BFI Blu-rays and just you know haven't, haven't gotten to them uh, for whatever reason. So, I mean, this sounds interesting, um, but it, it sounds more like something BFI would put out in a box set first. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I do think he's, you know, certainly – Again, not knowing, uh, not seeing much of his work, that uh, he he's a bit unsung in U.S. releases. So you know, maybe. Yeah, I think he's more cherished in the U.K. Um, and, and you know, some of some of those other '80s films, like the Zed and Two Knots, I think was pretty big there, and maybe maybe had some following here. But I think the the Cook, the Thief, was his breakthrough here, uh, but didn't really solidify his career here in the states. Uh, he's he's big in uh, Japan too. There's a couple of box sets that he's had out there. So, you know. Okay. Well, wow. I I did not. Um, I, I overestimated <laughs> how or underestimated how much we would talk. So we probably have. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna let us let you know how many we have left. So we're done. By the way, um, let's see. I'm doing. This is great. This is captivating Excel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, the clicks. You click so well. Thirty-eight. <laughs> we have thirty-eight regular films. So maybe I made too many. <laughs> I, I guess we blame the poll people, and not as many. <laughs> bo- bo- I probably say half that many box sets. Um, I, we're running low on the box cool. sets. Cool. So yeah. I think that's enough for another show, I and mean, we won't have the history. So episode one hundred and one, we talk about uh, more wish lists. What do you say? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. we'll we'll be refreshed. Yeah. We'll have more coffee. We'll uh, Trevor will have gotten some more sleep. <laughs> <laughs> did it show that I didn't? No, no actually, no. you were great. Uh, I think you had the uh, the right amount of energy, and we can um, just kick back and do some more of these. So, okay, well, that's that's episode one hundred. Um, 
And well, guys, it, I, I have a son who's um, having some issues outside my door. Okay, well, so um, I think I'm going to go even before full sign-offs and wish you both <laughs> well and see you next week. See you next week, Trevor. Bet, Pl- Trevor. Pleasure having thanks, you. And uh, Thanks to all of you, to both of you. And thank you. And listeners, I'm... looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell people that you can find Trevor at the Mooks and the Grapes. Uh, I don't know. I know he's not on Facebook as much. I haven't. I'm not on Twitter as much lately, so I don't know if he, um, if he is, um, is tweeting much. But I'm guessing, and he d- covers a lot of literature too. And uh, if you're if right. if you're into film and literature, he great has like, follow there. Yeah. great follow. Yeah, um, and and check out his website. He he still does his um his Criterion synopsis every every um year. And a lot of times when I Google, you know, say what came out in February 2017 his website comes up so uh so Trevor's still doing uh doing a lot of service and Mr. Herney uh, where can people find you oh the usual Twitter <laughs> and letterbox and just remember how to spell my name H-U-R-N-E and I, I'll just tease I have a special um recommendation uh kind of a funny one for uh when for our follow-up episode to the wish list so okay. I'll throw one of my own all right, all right, yeah, and I think that's that's fair. We can wish for our own. So, uh, follow Twenty Fifth Frame Master Feed. Follow, don't follow me. Follow Master Feed Twenty Fifth Frame. That's what we're doing. Come join us in the groups. Uh, talk about the wish list. Let us know what you think. If, if we suck, you can say that as well. Just but uh, yeah, fine. Just constructively, and constructively yeah, suck. Another hundred episodes another hundred years mark absolutely yes well, yeah Ho- hopefully we can do this I'll still be doing this when we're a hundred years old yeah i'm well, sure there'll definitely be another one because episode 101 is already already prepped and we don't have to work it do any extra work for it so all right, right. pleasure mark herney Goodbye. thank you sir appreciate Goodbye, it patreons the 25th frame a listener-supported network celebrating film and culture worldwide.